been married for seven years. Seven years is a long ass time to be married. Like we've been together for four, and I the longest relationship I've ever been in was eight. But that we've was been like together eight. for twelve years, married for seven of them. That's crazy. The the eight year mm-hmm. relationship I did was off and on. Yeah. Um. This four years we've done has been just on the whole time. So mm-hmm. that's definitely promising. Seven years down the line, I don't know what that's going to look like for me. I'm gonna be forty, and yeah, bro. Uh, at forty, I don't even know what my life looks like. Like, well, we have kids. I do know one thing. I want the pod to be big. I want to, um, you know, I'm, I'm having bigger dreams and aspirations for content creation. So I'm trying to get better at that. And I would really like us to be established. And I just want an easy, a easier life where I'm not worrying about bills and none of this stuff every day. Like, I just want things to be on auto pay and just enjoying. The life that's coming to me, man. That's all I, I feel can think you, about man. That years. that financial freedom is a, is a key to a lot of a lot of happiness that a lot of people don't really get. Uh, so, yeah. I mean, but you'll get there. Like I said, you already said it. You you setting goals. You going after them. You you achieving goals and setting new ones. That's what matters. Yeah, we really ain't worried about it. Uh, I've been there before. Um, in the past, I just at thirty or really at twenty nine, I kind of just killed everything I was doing and started from scratch with a brand new life. I was just kind of like bored. I had reached all the goals I had and it wasn't, you know, you get something that's not what you thought it was. You, oh, absolutely. You, my man. Yeah. I, I yeah. did it twice. <laughs> <laughs> so I did it twice. Yeah. So I was just kind of like, let me start over and let me do something new. And so where I'm at right now, five years later is I'm just now getting to a point where that start over is starting to feel like it's paying off. Mm-hmm. And um, so you, I know we're going to be back at a place where I'm financially free and I'm not worried about bills because I've been there. I know what it's like. And it gives me the hope or not even the hope, the the trust and the drive to know that I can make it back to that that's place. Right. So that's all. That's all what I'm fucking on. Yeah, um, since we don't really do uh, current topics and stuff on the pod as often, mm-hmm. I want to pick your brain about my hero. Did you read the latest chapter? Yeah, bro. How you feeling about Stars and Stripes and how you feeling about the direction right now? Let me tell you. So just as a fan of My Hero Academia, Star and Stripe is like one of the most wild things I think he's done so far. <laughs> uh, I like Star and Stripe because it just, you look, you think about America just in, in, in the aspect of My Hero Academia. I'm like, wow, he literally wrote the perfect character for America. It's hilarious. Um, mm-hmm. You know, a blonde white woman is the number one hero. I'm not surprised, yeah. um, <laughs> but I'm not gonna lie. I do. I love the characterization. Um, I don't know if y'all knew um, in the two heroes movie or the heroes rising movie when all my's over in the States and he saves that family. That's her family. Yeah, yeah bro. Ah. So as wild did that. That's the impression that he made on her. And I was like, okay, I like this, but um, her quirk. That's some Jujutsu Kaisen shit right there. And I love it. I, I love that shit too. Um, before her quirk was revealed, we was on the timeline talking about it, and um, my theory was that it was going to be something like a manifest destiny type quirk, like either either she was going to embody and like take over and conquer somebody else's quirk, or it was going to be like her ability to like assert dominance and control over something. And so I one hundred percent was spitting with that shit. Yeah, bro, now, absolutely, because she now, does all of that. <laughs> She does all of that shit, but like the craziest thing, I love the way that um, Horikoshi introduced her. Yes, because having her use the quirk on the air 
it instantly freed all mental limits that you might have had had she done anything else. Had she had touched the jet underneath her and been like, you know, whatever, your brain would have instantly start making rules that didn't exist. Right. And, and by her, now you know there were no limits. None. It's no fucking limits to this shit. She just did it to air and to the specificity of saying, um, a hundred meters out. Mm-hmm. A hundred meters out. And it's finna do this. That's crazy. So I, I absolutely love that that part of it. And I think he's in his bag for all the criticism that I see on the timeline or that I hear about him as a mangaka. I really have appreciated probably like these last 20 chapters to me. No, it's to me it's weird, bro. Like as fans, you would want your mangaka to improve and change over time, like a story does. And so for people to want him to be in a certain place and stay there, that's ignorant to me. Like, come on, bro. You want you want him to get better. So mm-hmm. let him get better. He's got to start somewhere. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And I'm I'm with you. The the most recent stuff that since this Deku solo arc started, it's been some of my favorite stuff that he's done. Period. Because he just completely decided to he's like, all right, I'm gonna focus on my main character, but also really still manage to do this world building that we weren't okay. expecting when he's basically tearing apart his world that he built at the same time. <laughs> So, the, De- the Deku solo arc was crazy to me too because all the making him be the exact opposite of who he was in a way mm-hmm. and it's a challenge to his friends his teachers everybody else that's around him I was kind of like yo this shit is fire like the implement the implications of what this is is actually fire and so now I need characters to like step up and check him and to be on that with him like that's not you and what you doing and he that's definitely what I was hoping for yeah, yeah. And, and it was one of those things where Deku has he's assumed so much responsibility that he has lost sight of what he wanted to do in the first place and that was part of the problem that I'm glad that they talked about Um, the responsibility of a hero versus the person that is the hero Mm -hmm. and which one gets which one is actually taken care of more the hero or the person Um, in every in every case up to this point it's just the it's just the hero nobody care about the person you are <laughs> like as long as you're out there doing your job the people are satisfied they're pacified because they feel safe uh and so the hero doesn't have to you know feel safe because you know they're a hero right no they're also a person uh they're just people that do extraordinary things and that's why i was really happy to see horikoshi show a bunch of folks be like hey yo this hero shit is not really what i want to do yeah i don't really care about me so i'm out <laughs> and i was like you know that's real and when stuff gets real people dip they really do. They're not, they they're not dropped, built for they it, and they find they, out real quick. They was dropping their two-week notices left and right. Mm-hmm. It was crazy. And uh, to go back to when you talk about, you know, the, the people want to feel safe, safety trumps everything. And mm-hmm. you see that when, you know, even when we're trying to bring Deku, Deku back and say, welcome back to civilization, Deku. Um, come inside, take a shower, clean off. And the people are like, no, they after him. He can he mm-hmm. need to fend for himself. He's supposed to be a hero. Like, fight him back. Do what you got to do. And it literally takes Deku getting fried low key a little bit, just being like, he don't know, like for real. Like they, they absolutely was like, nah, get this punk ass kid up out of here. (laughs) And it it took him getting fried. Like, look at his shoes for people to realize that this is a little kid. Like he's actually Mm -hmm. human. He's a man and he's falling apart. And we couldn't even see past the glitz and the glamour of the title of hero to recognize him as a human being, much less a child still. And not only that, it's just all they saw was, and that's that's another thing that Horikoshi been low key getting at that I love. It's just this this quirk supremacy 
bullshit. Uh, he they all they saw was his quirk. They didn't see him as a kid. They're like, well, he out here doing the work, so obviously, you know, he's fine. He's got this amazing. He's got these amazing quirks. He's fine, you know. And so that's something. That's something else. Hard coach has been like harping on, like not. I don't want to say gently, but it's just not right in your face. It's like there is quirk racism, <laughs> like by a long shot. Uh, if you got if you got what's perceived as a good quirk, aka Bakugo, people love you. They care about you. Um, if you're too strong, like All Might, they only care that you do stuff for them. And then if you're like a heteromorph and you look different, they're like, hey, you weird. Why are you here? <laughs> it's, uh, it is, it's wild. There's like a lot of political undertones. I definitely want to get deeper into the, the heteromorph conversation in the manga. And I hope that there's a either, either I hope that he takes the comic book route and just does a bunch of offshoots um, once My Hero surmises mm-hmm. and we just get uh, just offshoots of, of, I don't know. It doesn't have to be different universes, but just different stories from these characters. Either I wanted to go that route, or if we can just get a little bit deeper before the story ends, which I don't really see how that plays into the direction of the story right now. Right. But heteromorphs ending up below humans is probably one of the most interesting plot points we've come up we've come across for me since the My Villain Academia arc. And I want more into that. I want to see how they're treated by humans and like where they are on the totem pole, how that started, how they got down there. Um, because I'm sure when quirks first became a thing out of fear, humans probably bullied the only quirks that they could A, see, and B, had they didn't like understand. Fighting, mm-hmm. that they didn't understand and had a fighting chance against. Because like yep. a heteromorph could literally just be a quirk and your quirk is like, I have a rat head. And mm-hmm. nothing else came. Nothing else came with it. I just got a rat head. I mean, quirks are mutations, and that's exactly what it is. This, yeah. is, this is very X Men, like straight up. You know, minus you know Charles and Magneto to a point. Um, we got we got one for one. Uh, we, we got we definitely one got Magneto. Yeah, and our boy <laughs> all for one. Like he's definitely the Magneto type. Uh, but we just haven't got to see it because he's he's being portrayed as just evil, which is what he is. Um, there's there's no real. We haven't. I personally don't think we've still gotten his true rhyme or reason as to why he does what he does other than the fact is that he can. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Which ain't, ain't nothing wrong with that. I'll be very honest. There's nothing wrong with evil for the sake of evil because that exists. You know? uh, Des, what's his name? Despero? Desbro? Yeah. Despero. Uh, Des- yeah. Redestro. Yeah. Redestro. He's closer on the Magneto spectrum mm-hmm. than I would say mm-hmm. uh, awful one is. Yes. And I mean, and Sugar Rocky is kind of there. It's just that he didn't have that true guidance they basically used like off of one use sugar rocky like a gun he basically was like look you're a weapon i'm gonna basically set you up you know to go out there and do whatever i need you to do you don't know that i'm just pointing you in the right direction (laughs) and so in that regard it's like oof all right if sugar rocky has some direction if he imagine if he got found by redestro first or somebody from with that ideology first Oh, it would have been, been totally different. It would have been totally different, but like in a way that the public, like this this paranormal liberation front would have happened way sooner. I like, think that's why we got wild. the tease. I think that's mm-hmm. why we got the tease of him being partnered and you know collaborating with them so we could see uh, what things could have been, but then that snatched away from us when we find out that, you know, uh, Awful One is still working behind the scenes and had... Mm-hmm everything set up for this man to still be transformed into his his vessel yeah just in, into him uh he, yeah. he wanted to he wanted to reach a 
he's got some real perfect cell vibes going on. He wanted to be a perfect state. And I think we about to see that. And uh, it's about to be a bad time for everybody, to be honest with you. <laughs> it's going to be crazy. Ugh. And I'm just, um, the questions that are in my head, like the way he combines the quirks and because he puts mm-hmm. multiple quirks on other people, but his legit way of using the quirks is um, base the base quirk that he's using at that moment, and then he uses other quirks as modifiers, like right. you know, super extra large punch with fire, ice, and you know, uh, speed boost on top of it. I love that, and it makes me wonder, like, in all this time, he hasn't come across uh, like extra powerful healing quirks, uh, uh, undead quirk anything like that like where have those quirks been and how did he not acquire those I do um, love that if, if he had yeah. them if he had them he'd be over overpowered which is why I'm worried about the going back to Star and Stripe which is why I am truly worried about that because yes. when Star and Stripe comes up in conversation he's he specifically is like oh if anybody's gonna mess up my plans it's her and I need that quirk which means it's very 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 powerful <laughs> like extremely powerful so, so I'm the- like if he gets that uh, it's a real bad time, and I don't put it past Horikoshi to do it because let's be real, Deku got a, a severe level up. Like the like at full health, Deku is a problem, big yes. time. And so I'm like, well, if he does take this, I mean, how does that level things? It just it really doesn't. It stacks a lot of stuff against him. <laughs> if he if he goes for that um if he goes for that for that hundred percent and he gets like mm-hmm. full control of all his quirks. He's mm-hmm. crazy good right now. Oh, it's bad. Um, it's bad, 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 bad time for everybody. Like on both sides. Deku the can whoop his whole class right now. The theory I pitched on the time at once. It, it could be mm-hmm. a 20, mm-hmm. 20 v one. The theory I pitched on the timeline was uh, you know, imagine all for one gets stars and stripes quirk. Cause she says she applies the rule to herself for super strength to mirror all might. Imagine right. he gets <laughs> that quirk and goes, Rule, oh, I cannot be damaged. Rule, I cannot die, or some shit like that. Does that also negate external forces? I mean, I mean, it just it depends on if the rules are absolute, and that's why I said that's why I related it to some jujutsu, like him and Gege are friends, and so I was like, <laughs> th- like they're like they're legitimately friends. They're like they go to movies and shit together. And I'm like, ooh, I bet he talked to him about this character, and so like her quirk is, it's one of those like we haven't had a quirk like this since Mirio, where it could be applied and used in different ways, but it's a really it's a really roundabout quirk if that makes sense. And so it could be something like that, where it's like, is it is it external or is it just like you physically can't die because of old age or because of a sickness or because, you know, like just too much damage? It, who knows? What what are the ways to get around that quirk? Because her quirk seems all encompassing. It is absolute. What she says is what goes. <laughs> and I'm like, ooh, yeah, please don't get that. Like, please. I, I would really like for him to not have that quirk and for her to just kind of dip out and be like, okay, uh, let's regroup <laughs> and try this again. So, uh, but like I said, I still don't put it past Horikoshi to be like, yeah, no, yoink, that's gone now. And now y'all really got something to think about. Um, Yeah, I, I feel like, <clears throat> I did not know they was friends. So now you've just opened up, like you low-key just gave me the Jimmy Neutron brain blast. Because <laughs> now... I'm I'm actually trying to draw parallels 
between, you know, curses and quirks and, and see like how different things can play out. So you've done that to me. I didn't know they were friends. You're welcome. And but yeah, they're they, they's, they's buddies. Like I'm telling you, like when they take breaks, they go and see, like, I mean, I don't remember what movie it was. They were uh, in the author's notes. They were talking about, they went to see uh, with each other. It was hilarious. So for me, that's an excellent friendship because mm-hmm. one of the, one of the criticisms of uh, Horikoshi is his lack of creativity, for lack of a better phrase, that um, his, his he gets a little redundant. He's not putting fresh spins on everything he does. Like sometimes the story can feel dated or old mm. or Interesting. Um, overly familiar. I see mm-hmm. that criticism a lot. I haven't felt it as much as other people outside of the fact that we get the same arcs. Um, I feel like his usage of arcs has been um, very slim. And it the story's entertaining, but we're not it's not a lot of variety in the arcs that you get. So it's interesting that him being friends with Gege, I think that's an excellent friendship because Gege does an excellent job of doing old things but putting fresh spins on them and making that feel very refreshing in his story. And I hope that Horikoshi can continue to pull some of that that energy in with him. Cause if he can at that point, I don't mind if you have like the same arc that's happening. As long as it's a fresh spin and it's still like a twist and it's mind blowing and it keeps me engaged, I'm okay with that. You on that? It's just I feel like with my hero, I don't think that that suits this world because it is based on. I love our Western comics, but all in all, a lot of the arcs do kind of follow a very similar formula. You know what I'm saying? And if he does decide to do that, I'll be all for it. Don't get me wrong. It's just that do I do I anticipate him doing that with this story? I don't know. Uh, I would love to. See, I'm. I actually am one of the people who's ready for his next story. Like legitimately, I, I am ready for Horikoshi's next story because you can tell that he's got this man has got ideas, and he's got do some we, good ones. Do we know what it is? Oh no, I, we have no idea what it is. Um, but it's something that I hope that he gets to do because let's let's be real. The sooner that I feel like Mangaka get to, you know, finish their really successful story and then do kind of a their separate passion projects, I think mm-hmm. the better stuff we get. You know, not everybody's older. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like a, far too often I see a lot of people who want everything to be one piece. And I'm like, do you really want that? If you really stopped and you thought about it, do you really want everything to be like one piece? And I mean, I'm of the personal opinion of no. I think I want stories to have a a beginning, a middle, and an end. And then I can move on to other things. You know what I'm saying? There's too much There's too much good stuff to consume. And I'm like, yeah, I love My Hero Academia. My Hero Academia is legitimately one of my most favorite pieces of fiction I've read in the years that I've been on this earth and can comprehend what I've been reading. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I just, I love it, but I also want it to end. Because I want to see how it ends. This is theirs. This is his story. This is their world. I want to see how he wraps it up because I feel like endings are rare these days. Like true endings are rare, and I hate that. And so I really want to see the true ending of My Hero Academia. I, I want that too. I, I don't want it to be rushed. I don't want it to be, um, you know, compromised. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't want. I want it to be where he doesn't have to come back and add chapters later on to appease people's disappointments with it in you know what i'm saying i'm not throwing shade at any other particular story out there <clears throat> at all but you know i just i want it to be what horikoshi sees as the end and it's satisfying for everybody you know i mean and you're not gonna please everybody it's just the way it is especially in anime and manga you ain't gonna please everybody but 
I feel like Horikoshi is one of those mangaka that could straight up just tell his story and then we're like, oh, okay, I'm going to miss that. But that was good. It's, it's my hope. <laughs> well, we're going to find out, man. The story the story is definitely picked up. It's going. Um, I had I just binged the last 80 chapters because I, you know, I try to read it in chunks of 25. Mm-hmm. It just got away from me. I let it get too Man, far. Man, I I couldn't I couldn't do that. Like my hero is the one where once I start, I de- I decided to catch up with my hero, um, two years ago. I decided to get it current two years ago, and ever mm-hmm. since then I have read every single day that a new like the hour the new chapter drops from showing the jump app. I'm on it. Oh, they so got like, you. Oh, they got they got me. They got me good, bro. <laughs> and sometimes I'm like I hate it here because I read week to week. Uh, but other than that, it's just like it's it's just a good time. That's how it's become for my for my. I'm not that way with anything but One Piece, to be honest. Uh, I'm and getting One there. Piece, that is my other journey right now. I'm I'm on the road. I'm like I'm on the road to catch up to One Piece, so I can be up and current for 2022. But before it ends, One Piece. I'm actually I get upset sometimes at how at how deep I am into the One Piece community because. If I don't, it's at the point where if I, if I don't read the scans, I'm gonna know the whole chapter just from oh. walking outside and stepping on Twitter. So, um, but the problem with the scans is it didn't matter before I was a content creator. You know, I read the scans, but then mm-hmm. once you become a content creator, if you're gonna be talking about it or if anybody's gonna question you on it, you really want to talk off the actual source material. Yes. So then the problem therein lies is that. And the One Piece community, when the scans drop Wednesday night, Thursday night, because sometimes they come early as hell, like Wednesday mm-hmm. night. But. Man, like, I'm telling you, like, speaking of which, like, tonight, if I'm not careful, you know, because I, yeah. I don't know, not to, you know, get too off topic. For some reason, I'm getting hit with Black Clover spoilers, like, every Wednesday night. And I'm like, how? It's the only series that I read that I'm getting spoiled on. I'm like, I don't get it. But, you know, go, go ahead, go on. My bad. Black, Black Clover does not cross my timeline i i never see it but also i've I it's the only one it. i see i haven't like watched because I, I have everything else muted is what i should say <laughs> <laughs> it's the only one i'm like eh, if i get spoiled on that i'm not too mad but still every time i see it i'm like god damn it uh but everything else is muted because i care that much about it that i don't want to see nothing oh you should see my muted words list bro <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh man I haven't utilized that stuff. I, I just actually did my first block I've ever done in my life on any Wait, social media. Any I am phone, I'm impressed, bro. It was my first time ever touching that button because no one's ever irritated me to that point where I felt like I just don't want to see nothing that this person is talking about. And um, I what I didn't I what what I will say I learned from it is that you really underestimate the value of certain people's content just not being on your timeline. Oh, it's, it's, it frees up so much mental energy and space that you did not think was possible that I'm like, yo, okay, because I'm here a lot. And so, like, not seeing that, wow, that feels great. You know what I'm saying? 